0: Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon. And yes, this is a second podcast in the same week, so uh, I hope you've added a gym session to your week or taken a walk for lunch this week and added a little bit more time to listen to it. Harold Varner III coming off his first professional win down in Australia. A great final round 65. Took some time uh, in his jet-lagged, busy schedule following the win to uh, chat with us about the win and about playing professional golf for a living and how much fun that is and how crazy it is to sometimes think. He talked to us about hitting that shot against Steph Curry at the Safeway when they were paired together for the Pro-Am. He talked about the buzz around the Tiger Woods' return, even in Australia, while he was competing and trying to win. He said people were still really interested to see how Tiger did. So a great conversation with Harold Varner III, uh, one of the bright young stars and really uh, great personalities, uh, young players in the game of golf. This week's podcast, this second podcast of the week, of course, is brought to you by Swing Juice. It is a great holiday gift idea. I keep telling you that, and I'm not lying. They have hoodies. They have T-shirts. They have holiday ideas on the T-shirts. Now, they even have three-quarter sleeve shirts that I've been really, really into. Uh, Swing Juice sent me a couple of those. I've been wearing them a lot. They're really, really comfortable and great for wintertime. Go to SwingJuice.com. Use the offer code BACON. You'll save 20% at checkout. As I mentioned, a great holiday gift idea for the men and the women golfer in your life. Do it right now. A friendly reminder to you all, there is a Clubhouse newsletter now. It drops on Mondays. It drops on Wednesdays. It'll be in your inbox. Gives you great news, updates, videos, GIFs. And yes, I said GIFs, not GIFs. I will never stop. You can't stop me from using that. All in your inbox. You sign up for the Clubhouse newsletter. Just go into my Twitter page, at Shane Bacon. It is the top tweet pinned top my page. You can click on the link, throw your e- email in there, and boom, you will be signed up and you'll get your golf news without having to scour the internet looking for it. That's enough from me. Let's get to Harold Varner Third, coming off a great win in Australia. And we welcome into the clubhouse Harold Varner III, 26-year-old Notch, the biggest win of his career on Sunday, taking home the Australian PGA Championships. Thanks to a final round 65, he became the first American since Hale Irwin back in 1978 to win one of the biggest events in Australia. And before we get to the victory, Harold, I ask every golfer that comes on this question to start, what have you had to eat today?
1: Um, oh, I had bojangles this morning. How was it? Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I had sweet tea, so... That was
0: good. That's a good start.
1: Firehouse subs in America.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I, I was gonna hold this question until a bit later, but you tweeted this out. I was going over kind of some of the tweets you've sent out. You've been traveling a lot. I would say this is a hot take. Uh you said that Japan has the best French fries in the world. Now, I don't want to get off to the wrong foot here, but what are so great about Japanese French fries compared to what we've got over here?
1: Because they're cooked long enough. They're like crispy. They're not like soft and mushy. I mean, you can get some crispy ones, but it's just like hit or miss. You know, if you go to Wendy's when they're about to close, it's for sure going to be mushy. Like, you might as well just not get them.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I wanted but to in say. In Japan,
1: they're like, they are so crisp. All they need is some ranch, and it would be game over.
0: Yeah, you know, I-, I lived in London abroad when I was in college. They didn't have ranch dressing over there either. I was so confused by it. It seems like a great dipping sauce for how often those people go with the french fries but i do want to say congrats you know you, you came so close winning here a year ago uh, you're able to close it out i was going to ask first and foremost where does that final round 65 rank in terms of the best final rounds you've ever played not just as a professional but really in your career
1: i, I mean it's got to be the lowest um, say the best and then uh you know i haven't won on a circuit yet i mean i've won many tournaments. So it's uh yeah step in the right direction. It's a good way to end the year, end the year, and uh, just has me really excited to play next year. Like I wish it was next week.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, th- that's one of the issues with the wraparound and with some of these these end of season events. Is you've got to take a, a decent amount of time off. I mean, how long until you play your next event?
1: I'll play the Sony, so I will leave I think the ninth. If um, I'm correct, I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah, but I'll don't, be ready for the Sony. Don't, don't, don't worry about that now. You just got to enjoy the food. Well, your back nine was, was pretty crazy. You had just two pars on the 16th and 18th. I read you had this mentality where you're thinking to yourself, I just want to birdie every hole. I mean, did you you do that knowing that, that a golf course like Royal Pines is a place where, you know, the great players that are in that field, Adam Scott's and such, are able to make a run and maybe catch you or, or pass you if you weren't continuing to throw darts and make birdies?
1: Um. It never really crossed my mind. I, uh, I've been kind of close to the lead on the PJ Tour and then some other events, and I just find myself, you know, sometimes just worried about what someone else is doing instead of uh, what Harold needs to do. And I was just, I think I was just prepared. Like you know, I'd come close before, and I just knew if I just went out there and did Harold, that would be good enough.
0: And Harold, a pretty special moment for you, finding out you landed a spot at the Bridgestone Invitational in Akron, where you grew up. How special was it for you to find out that news coming alongside with the win?
1: Um, it was awesome. I obviously I knew ahead of time cuz that's what, you know, you got last year and then, you know, I knew I just knew going into it, but you know, you just had to take care of business and to, you know, I was born there, so it's just uh it, I'm super excited. I'm going to play, you know, obviously hopefully in the PJ Championship which is in Charlotte. I grew up in Gastonia. And then TPC, I lived in Jacksonville Beach for a couple of years, and to be you know playing those spots, I'm, I mean, I, I enjoy playing at home or close to where I've lived before.
0: Does it add more pressure when you know that it's a place that you're going to have a whole bunch of you know family and friends out watching you, or does it almost make you want to rise more to the occasion?
1: Um, I don't know about more pressure. I think I believe it's harder to play at home, but now I'm just over that. I guess that phase. <laughs> I think you just go play golf and. You just can't really care what anyone else thinks. You know, they just want to see you do well, you know. That's all that matters. You just play golf. Like, if I play good golf, everything will take care of itself.
0: And I mentioned you've been traveling a lot in the off season. Is there a particular place that you've loved traveling to or a particular place that you enjoy going every year or somewhere new that you, you haven't seen yet?
1: Um, It was really cool to go to Malaysia. I've never been there. Japan was crazy how clean that place was. <laughs> but Australia's been, you know – you know that that place. It's summertime over there. It's you know everyone speaks the same language, so it's that's nice and really close to the beach. Good places to eat. So I'm I'm a big fan of that place. Um, my teammate in college is from uh, Canberra, and next year he's getting married December seventeenth. So hopefully I can like I mean that's what I expected to do, is just play the PGA and then stay down there till his wedding.
0: Yeah, spend a little bit of time there. As you mentioned, a little cold here. Might as well spend some more time in Australia. Uh, you're you, you're 26. A little cold? A, well, it's, it's 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 cold here. I'm in Arizona. We're supposed to live in places that are warm, and it's been uh, I've been wearing a jacket every day. Our heater went out. It's not a good thing. But you know what? You're 26. Your first full season was this past year on the PGA Tour. I mean, you played well. You had four top tens. You had seven top 25s. I wonder, with this youth movement that we're kind of seeing in golf, is there added pressure – to get that first international and worldwide win, considering guys like, you know, Justin Thomas and Smiley, you know, buddies of yours, are winning. Did you feel the pressure more than maybe, that was around maybe 10 years ago when these guys that were 24 and 23 weren't winning at this kind of rate?
1: Um, I didn't really follow golf that closely, I guess, 10 years ago. But, um... I don't know about pressure. I just want to win. I mean, I don't want to win for Justin. I hope Justin doesn't want to win for me. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's really cool that you know that people are coming in and winning like that because it's easy to just look at them and be like, hey, if they're winning, I can do it. You know, I play with them a good bit, and why not me?
0: Well, I've heard you have a fairly amazing nickname. Uh, some of the guys around the tour um, call you the landlord. I wanted you to clue us in on where uh-huh. the where the landlord nickname came from.
1: Um, so I have a lease in Jacksonville because I I, get, I live there and I go down there. So, uh, and Kevin Price, who was he was interning with the Web. dot com tour at the time, and he was living with somebody. And I had a guy leave, and I asked him, was he looking for a place to, you know, stay? And he was like, he was like. Yeah, I am. I was like, dude, I got a room that just opened up, and now he lives with me. So I guess it's like, it's a big deal for the media guys, for sure. but you know, I didn't really get it at the start. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, the landlord, like. But um, yeah, you know, just trying to help somebody out when I can.
0: Well, and and Kevin Price has become this like cult figure with Web. dot com guys. I mean, they have the Price Tracker on Twitter. Um, it, it it's really more fun for the players almost than maybe some of the media members to follow Kevin around and follow him along as he reports on the web.com.
1: Well, he's a he's a good dude. I think it's really weird he's a Bills fan. I mean, it's not weird. That's where he's from. But uh, he's just you know you pull for people like that. And if you can help them, you know, any way you do, and we just grown a little closer. And he needed a place to stay, and I could help him. So it's just I would do it for anyone. It just happened to be Kevin, and he was you know moving on in his career. So it just kind of worked out. It's just I guess everything happens for a reason.
0: For sure. While the event was going on in Australia, you're contending, you're trying to win. I mean, you, you're you're in the hunt the whole week. Uh, while that's all going on, there's this big Tiger Woods return at the Hero World Challenge. Tiger's coming back. It was a big hoopla. Everybody was kind of focused on it, you know, in the States. Were people talking about it or talking about the way he played it all over there? Are they more focused on the event or was there a little bit of a buzz knowing that this was kind of a return of, of this guy that people have watched really like, you know, growing up in their careers?
1: um yeah there's a huge buzz it's for i mean tiger i mean he moves the needle so i mean i've i i did not get to watch much of the golf but i saw what he shot and then kept up with it a little bit on twitter how he's making a lot of birdies and that's just um it's great to have him back without a doubt would
0: would, would he be somebody you know if you got a chance to, to to pick put a list together of players you would love to get paired with at some point on the pga tour would he be pretty high on that list
1: Oh yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, he's the best I've ever seen.
0: Will you so kinda, be cool to see what yeah, he does? Well, I mean, and and it's crazy that he comes back. I mean, you know, you've taken time off of golf before, and I think that you know maybe people don't understand how hard it is to play tournament golf different than just going out and playing with your buddies. To go out there and do what he did, I think was was really impressive. Almost, I feel like players almost had a better. Uh, understanding and appreciation for what he's doing than maybe fans did because it's so hard to get back in the ropes like that and play golf you know after spending a year and four months away from the game
1: yeah it's just uh you never know what someone's like battling you know obviously he obviously didn't play Safeway. i think he's not supposed to play in turkey so you don't know what it is but you know that there's something there if he's not playing you know, whether it's health, mental, it doesn't matter. If he's not playing, he's not 100%. So to see him be able to play, finish four rounds, look healthy, and, you know, and to make that those many berries, honestly, he probably didn't play the way he wanted to because he always wants to win. You know, like winnings, it's winning or nothing. But I'm sure he was super, uh, super excited just to get those jitters. I think he had a really uh, great interview after, I think, maybe after the third round where he just – you know, you could tell he just missed competing. Like he's just such a competitor.
0: Well, you mentioned the Safeway. You had a, a cool experience. You you got to play with Steph Curry in the pro am at the Safeway, and you actually hit. I mean, what was it like a half court shot uh, in front of Steph? Uh, did you? Did, what was that? First of all, I mean, you're a professional golfer. They throw you a basketball, and and you chuck it up with maybe the best shooter of all time standing next to you. Did, have you had a feeling like that, like in in any sport? You know, when you hit that shot with that many people watching in front of somebody like Steph Curry?
1: No, not at all. I mean, that's just once-in-a-lifetime type chance. there. I can't believe he didn't make it before me, though, to be
0: (laughs) truthfully honest.
1: we probably got like three shots or so, and then when mine went in, I was like, uh, got him. You know, like, there's no way I could beat him on a real court. So it's just really funny to me, to be honest.
0: Well, how was the how was Steph Curry's golf game? We've heard so many people talk about how he's a scratch player and he and he's got a ton of game. Were you impressed? Were you surprised? What was his golf game like?
1: Um, I don't know if he's a scratch, but he's really he hits it really nice, swings it really nice, uh, puts it really well. He's he's better than what I thought he was going to be, but you can tell he's like he just doesn't get to play that much.
0: You bomb it. Did, could he keep up with you off the tee at all?
1: No, but, you know, for someone who doesn't play golf, he hits it far. Hits it slightly, pretty straight, too, which was kind of, you know, I was surprised. I was really surprised.
0: Well, a buddy of mine, John McGinnis, uh, always been singing your praises to me, really even before you got out on the PGA Tour. He was an East Carolina Pirate. Do you ever get a chance to to talk with John uh, about, you know, coming out on the tour, you know, playing professional golf, getting any advice from him? Because he, he spent a lot of time, you know, as a journeyman out on the PGA Tour.
1: That's so funny. When we get together, we uh, we obviously don't – I feel like we don't talk much golf. It's either about ECU, um, what are you doing, like, or he's cracking some joke. You know how he is or he's, you know, getting after it. So it's just um, – I enjoy being around John when I get the chance because I feel like every time I'm around him, you know – we're both letting
0: loose. Yeah, so he's he's always a good time, time. He's he's hard to have a bad time with. That's what I always say about Mr. McGinnis. I was texting with him earlier, and he said, "Uh, he's gonna play in some event. He was like, my whole goal is to finish in last place." I I thought that was a that was a great 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 thing to peg on the board. You know, when you're hoping not even beat a single team. But uh, what was it like when you returned? I mean, you're in Australia, you win this event. What was it like to get back? I mean, were, did you get did you get a whole bunch of text messages from guys on tour? Did you get a lot of messages from the guys because I saw a whole bunch on Twitter from some of uh, I'd say, you know, guys around your age that were excited to see you, you know, get in the Winter Circle.
1: Um yeah, it was uh I didn't get to read them all because it's just so much, but um just a few, you know, just it was pretty cool. I just didn't I really didn't think much of it. And then I got, I mean, it just took so long to get home. I was just ready to just lay in my bed. And all I wanted was a Christmas tree Debbie cake.
0: Did you get it? I had, like, a whole box. Nice.
1: Yeah, I had a box that I had before I left, and
0: it was incredible. Well, you're coming off a win. Like, have you ever had one? Yeah, 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 I've had one. I mean, I haven't had one in a while. Oh, my
1: gosh. Dude, they're the most incredible, like, piece of cake ever.
0: Like, I can't believe they don't
1: sell those year-round, like the Christmas tree ones.
0: This could. This is going to be your new thing. You need to go buy like ten boxes of them around holiday time, and every time you win, you knock out a box.
1: Oh, I can't knock out a whole box. i will be sick.
0: Yeah, that's okay though. You—that's <laughs> part. This is part of winning. No, no, no.
1: Sick is not. No, the only sickness I want to have after winning is probably being hungover. That's <laughs> it.
0: What was? What was your drink of choice for the celebration? Uh.
1: I went with uh Peroni and Red Bull Marcus.
0: Yeah, there you go. Some keep you and up a little just,
1: bit. I had to wake up so early. Yeah, yeah, you know, just get ready for that 12-hour flight.
0: Well, you're coming off this First win. You've got you've people. got you've already said the Sony is is your next event. You're ramping up. I hear a lot of players say they they lay out goals, you know, they have uh you know a sheet of things they want to do for the next year. Is that something you do or are you just, I mean, it seems like your mentality is I want to go out there and win. Is is it just going out there and pegging it and just trying to shoot your lowest score every week?
1: I mean, the goal is to win, but to win, you have to like, you know, you have to do something, not every day, but you have to know where your weakness is and you got to turn that into like, it doesn't have to be a strength, but it has to, you know, it's got to get better or you're not going to have a chance to win. So, goals i mean i just want to play better than i did last year i think that's cuz i'm wiser i've seen the courses so I, everything's in my favor to play better why why can i not now
0: i would say that you look like when i watch you play golf you look like you have more fun than most guys out on tour have when they're playing golf are you having that much fun internally i mean cuz it does seem like you're having a really good time playing almost every round
1: yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, dude, I play golf for a living. Let's just – I mean, just think about that. Like, what can go wrong? Like, I don't have to – I mean, yeah, playing bad just is not fun at all. It's like people watching you hit it sideways. It's not. It's almost embarrassing. But, you know, you just don't – you want to play so well. But at the end of the day, dude, it's, it's golf. You know, you're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. But I don't have to go to a job. I get to see the world. And I get paid to do it. How about that?
0: It's and, and you get it's and you get little debbie cakes whenever you want. I mean this is this is really a win-win-win if you think about it.:
1: Yeah, I know. I used to be like one box per season. now I'm like one box for a week.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll hit you in some quick hitters. I know you got to run in a minute. Uh, funniest guy on tour.
1: Funniest Funniest. Steven Bowditch is pretty funny.
0: God, he's had a lot of fun um, with people this year. I mean, he hasn't had a great year, but he's he's giving it dude, back. I love have it.
1: Have you seen his Twitter? Oh my gosh, it's F he's I think I think he's pretty funny.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I
1: think a lot of guys are really sarcastic, and I like that type of humor. So it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. There's some funny guys. They're just funny in different ways. Danny Lee's funny, but he's just so weird. He's funny, <laughs> like um, gosh, he's really funny. That's a great question. I've never been asked that. You, Those are two that just came to mind.
0: Is there? You could pick a celebrity get to get paired with. Number one on your list to get paired with the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. Who are you going with?
1: Uh, whew. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool to play with MJ. I've never played with him. Just want to see greatness. Um,
0: Plus, ooh, you'd, you'd be you'd be the one. best. You'd be the best dressed of that group by far. Right away, it wouldn't even be a question. <laughs>
1: be uh, funny. Oh man, that's just maybe Cam Newton.
0: That'd be funny. Cam Newton fan. I
1: know we're having. Speaking of speaking speaking of but. speaking
0: of dressing speaking of dressing well, we'll talk about Cam Newton. All right, place you'd live if you didn't live in Florida.
1: I'd live in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Best young player that nobody's ever heard of.
1: Well, you've heard of him now. He won three times on the on uh. On the web dot com, Wesley's Ryan's really good. I mean, I've known him for a long time. Best player you never heard of.
0: McKenzie Hughes is really good, but he won. McKenzie Hughes. Um, yeah, that's a that's I a good one. I
1: think they're all they're all good, you know, it's just how they handle it and how you know, it's a long year. Like I'm trying to think. Who I've heard good things about JJ Spawn, but I've never played with him.
0: So look out for him. All right, last one. Song you'd hit repeat on right now the most on your iPhone. The song you'd listen to the most on that 12-hour flight.
1: Uh, I didn't listen to a song at all, but if that was to happen, it would be The Weeknd Starboy right now. You're into it. Just, yeah, you know. I mean, the album's really good. There's some other ones, good ones on there.
0: All right. The final question I asked this I asked this out question just like the intro question. Who's the most famous person you've ever asked for their autograph? And this can go back to when you were a kiddo, when you were young, and you were you know looking up to athletes that maybe are retired now.
1: Do I uh, Tiger Woods? But I didn't get it. He said no. It was well. He didn't say no. You, you just know how it is, I man. It's Tiger Woods. <laughs> like I just held my hat out there and hope he grabbed it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was at the Wachovia, and it just didn't pan out. I'll never forget that I was so butt hurt.
0: <laughs> you got you got to bring a so hat. Butthurt. You got to bring a hat if you see him at the next event and say, "Tiger Man, you owe me."
1: No, that's weird because now we're competing. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want any autograph from anyone competing. Uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, that's just me. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe if you beat him and he signs a card, that'll be your autograph. Uh, Harold, I appreciate the time, man. Yeah, uh, babe. Hey, it was great. Good luck yeah. in 2017. Congrats again on the win. Uh, it was a long, it was a, it was a short time coming. But I know you were excited to get it done.
1: Without a doubt. Thank you.
0: Well, that'll do it for this week on the Clubhouse. Many thanks to our listeners and subscribers. And many thanks to Swing Juice, our sponsor. Continuing to sponsor this podcast. A great t-shirt company that makes great t-shirts and hoodies and three-quarter sleeves and koozies. And everything you need to look cool and remind people that you love the game of golf. I mentioned a John Daly shirt weeks ago. They had to pull the John Daly shirt. Guess what? It is back up, uh, go to swingjuice.com. You can purchase that right now. Use the offer code Bacon. You'll save twenty percent. Many thanks to Harold Varner the uh, Third. you know, he's a busy guy and he took some time to chat with us. A great win in Australia, kind of book in sixty-fives does that for you. And uh, excited to see what happens in twenty seventeen for Harold Varner the third. A reminder, there's a Clubhouse newsletter. Sign up for that. It's on my Twitter page at Shane Bacon. Follow us at the Clubhouse at the Clubhouse Pod on Twitter. If you have an email, comment, question, anything. You can email us at the clubhousewithshanebacon at gmail.com. Yes, that is the most characters you've ever heard for an email address. And I apologize, but that's what it is. And make sure you set your DVRs. 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday. 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. On Fox, we'll be broadcasting the Franklin Templeton final round two-person event. A lot of fun. Players have a great time with it. We'll be there. We'll be broadcasting it. It is a fun event, so make sure you set your DVRs. You'll see my face. You'll actually see my face on your TVs. That's what happens. Thanks to Harold Varner III. Thanks to Swing Juice. Check out that newsletter, we'll be back next week. Have some fun. Get out and play a little golf. Make some birdies. Good luck, guys.